gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Welcome back to another edition of the My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. I am G2. This is episode 136. And before I get everything started, I do want to ask you, how are you? I hope everybody's uh, week was fine. Week was great. Um, my In my neck of the woods, if you will, children had to go back to school this week. I know certain parents had to uh, start going school shopping for their kids this, well, this weekend, literally just yesterday, today, because this is tax-free weekend. If you haven't uh, jump-started on it yet, today's your last day to get all your kids' school school supplies without having, like, the sales tax being applied on it. Um, I will say go out there and do it. I had to get my uh, sister's stuff last week because she started school uh, this week. She has uh, enjoyed it. Um, I hope she continues to enjoy going to school at the moment before life really kicks in and be like, I hate school because I was one of the kids that hated school. Right now, she seems to be the complete opposite. She loves it. So I hope she continues along with that uh, attitude. And yeah, I just uh, hope everybody out there, one, I hope your kids and your uh, teenagers, if you will, have a good time at school this upcoming week and weeks to come if your kids or children don't start school this week. And you as a parent, know you got to be there. Always be there for your kids. Always be there for uh, them because they're going to remember that whenever the days come, whenever you get older and they remember that you weren't there for them, they're probably going to put you in a home or probably not mess with you like that. So again, be there for your kids unless you... Simply just don't care. Now, moving off of that little tangent that I had, um, let's get on to the National Food Days of the Week. Today being August the 6th, it is Root Beer Float Day. Tomorrow, August 7th, Raspberries and Cream Day. Uh, August 8th, International Beer Day, so please drink responsibly, as well as Zucchini Day and Frozen Custard Day. August 9th, Rice Pudding Day, August 10th, Banana Split Day, as well as S'mores Day, August 11th, it is Raspberry Tart Day, along with Panini Day, and to cap us off, June 12th, it is Julienne Fries Day. Now, we're in August. This is the eighth month of the year, so we're now entering the final third of the year. So with having that realization that we're in the final third of the year, please stop and take some time to realize where you're at. Stop and realize that, hey, you're in a place where you need to stop and smell the roses because certain people don't do that enough. And certain people freak out because they're going to close their eyes and then pop up. And then we're already in Christmas time in December and they're going to be wondering where did all that time go. So I say this as a PSA. Please stop, smell the roses, look at your scenery, look at where you're at, and just embrace where you're at if you're in a good place. And if you're not, make the change. Uh, See what you can do to uh, change your outcome, change where you're at right now. Because again, you do not want to wake up one day and really hit that, where did I go? Where did my life really lead me to uh, button that a lot of people seem to have? But yeah, I just wanted to... Let everybody know we're in the final third of 2023 and 2024 is literally around the corner. So uh, be prepared for that and be prepared for mayhem to come uh, way more quicker than you expect. Now, continuing with mayhem, the first topic that I want to talk about today is a Twitch streamer named Kai Sinet and the riot that happened uh, Friday in New York. Kai Sinet, he went on his Wednesday Twitch stream and he told his followers that he was going to be giving away a PS5, microphones, computers, keyboards, webcams, gaming chairs, uh, headphones, and gift cards in, I believe, Manhattan Union Square. 
and he was going to do this at 4 o'clock. At 3 o'clock in Union Square, 300 kids start showing up, and then more kids start showing up. It became into a big gathering, because they're waiting for Kai Sinet to uh, be there so that he can give away these items. And people just started to become unruly. The kids, I can't even say children, because you had teenagers there, and you had uh, adults there, I believe, because what ended up happening was kids, people started to act unruly. And people were becoming really, really stupid. And I want to try to be as gentle with this topic as I can. Where are some of these people's parents? Some of these people did not get raised up in the right environment. Some of these kids are just completely just idiots. And I can't really even blame it on the parents like that. I mean, some of the antics of these kids, you can't link it to the parents because some of them don't have ruling authority in their homes like that. Like, the parents aren't really, like, putting an iron fist down on some of these kids' necks and throats like some of them need to be. Um, but I'll say this. Kids were being idiots. They were kicking uh, cars. They were walking around with shovels, axes, things from construction sites. People were completely just losing their mind as they were waiting for Kai Sinet to be there to the point that... Um, NYPD had to basically start calling other units around and start trying to get a hold of the situation. Now, a riot did happen. Supposedly, they call this a riot. And kids just started to be completely dumb and stupid to the point that they classify this as a high-level disaster response, a level four. And now... This thing starts getting media attraction. You had uh, kids trying to gather around where Kai Sinet was when Kai did get there. People were just trying to get to him so they can at least get to the items that he was supposed to give out. And now they have charged Kai Sinet with uh, insinuating a riot. They have charged him with inciting a riot in unlawful assembly. Now, here's my problem with this. How are you going to charge this man with inciting a riot and unlawful assembly when you haven't even done that to the ex-president, Donald Trump, yet? Right now, Donald Trump is being what? He got arrested or they're putting more charges onto him, whatever the hell they're doing with him this week. And none of those charges has anything to do with the January 6th situation. I still have a problem with that. I'm not paying attention to nothing Donald Trump related with the law system until I hear they are charging Donald Trump for inciting the January 6th riot, insurrection, wherever you want to call it. I'm not paying attention to none of that. They haven't done none of that to Donald Trump. But you mean to tell me you are charging this kid, and I'm going to say kid because he's 21, even though he has uh, these millions of streamers, when you see his little clips that he has on YouTube, my man acts like a kid. People can say he's putting on for the cameras. I think he really is a kid that is just living out um, fantasies right now. He's able to live out big fantasies. He's able to give away all these things. He's able to do all these things because people like seeing this guy acting like a immature teenager. At least that's what the clips are been flowing about whenever you see Kai Sinet on YouTube. And Kai Sinet got on my radar like literally a couple months ago. I didn't know who this guy was at all until it just started popping up on my radar months ago. And I'm like, okay, so this is the guy. All right, cool, fine, whatever. Because I don't pay attention to Twitch. I don't. I don't pay attention to none of these uh, streaming sites like that. Like the Twitch, the Rumbles, the Kick. I don't play no attention to that. I know they exist. I just don't pay attention to it. And for you guys to arrest him and you're going to charge him with deciding a riot, I don't appreciate that. I think this goes more into what I talked about last week when they say they're going to charge uh, Carly Russell. And I didn't like how they were saying they wanted to press more serious charges onto her. And again, I understand why they wanted to do it. I just think that you got to do it to the white counterparts first. Again, for minorities, we get hit 
a lot quicker. We get slammed with a lot more uh, vicious things than our white counterparts. And this follows what I was saying. January 6th is a bigger issue and a bigger situation than this quote-unquote riot that happened in New York. The police arrested 65 people, including 30 juveniles. So when you break that down, they arrested 35 adults and 30 teenagers, juvie kids. While the January 6th erection, insurrection, if you will, was nothing but adults. And you mean to tell me right now that Donald Trump is still able to be walking around even being a selected candidate for this next upcoming election after he incited a riot, after he tried to get his vice president basically killed. And people want to say, well, he didn't try to get his people killed. My man didn't try to stop him and say, nah, 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 don't go after Mike Pence. He was actually cool with him saying, yo, do what you do with Mike Pence. He was cool with that. You mean to tell me that we're going to allow Donald Trump to still be walking around here with no charges to the January 6th situation while you get him on some more constant uh, voting crap of the 2020 election, all this crap. You're still getting him with that, but you don't go at him for the insurrection situation while Kai Sinet, who was there to give away items and just so happened, the people took it upon themselves to start acting like complete a-holes. They started destroying things. They started to do things. Kaisen didn't say, yo, start tearing things up, start doing this or doing that. He didn't say none of that. The people out there, the teenagers, these young, stupid, impressionable kids, they started to do these things on their own. But you're going to charge Kai Sinet with that because if Kai Sinet did not say, hey, we're going to be at this place, this particular time, these people would have gathered there. That's what they're basically hinging this stuff upon. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. You need to go after Donald Trump with that. And if you would have got out with Donald Trump with that, then I can say, okay, fine. Kai Sinet, eh, we have a bar already set because Donald Trump did this when he had people come to a place. He gave them a lecture and all that kind of crap. I can say, okay, we already have a standard president. But since you didn't do that with Donald Trump, you're trying to make an example out of Kai Sinet with that. Now, when I looked into seeing what does inciting, uh, inciting a riot, what that charge is basically for, you basically are fined up to $1,000 or prison time to up to one year. And that's coming from NewYorkCriminalAttorney.com. So I don't know if that's the case or not, like for real, for real. But I don't even like that even charging this man with anything. Hopefully this stuff gets dropped quickly because, as I said, and I mean this, Kai Sinet, he is not Donald Trump. What Donald Trump did was way worse than what Kai Sinet did. Kai Sinet was trying to give away things. Donald Trump, he said, yo, let's go back and take back America. That was his whole deal. He was really trying to initiate violence. When you say, let's go and take back something, that is violent talk. That's violent terms. So again, for me, Kai Sinet should be out. Donald Trump should be arrested for that. But again, they're not getting at Donald Trump for that because they're not going to have the cojones to do it. So if you don't have the cojones to go at Donald Trump for that, let Kai Sinet go. Let his people go. Let them do what they do. They weren't trying to do any violent tendencies for the love of God. But again, as I said before, minorities, we're getting slapped with things way harder than our uh, white counterparts. It is what it is. Now, on to the next topic. Mom of two dies of water intoxication. Family says a family in Indiana is mourning the loss of a 35-year-old mother of two who they said died after drinking 64 ounces of water in 20 minutes. Ashley Summers was celebrating the 4th of July on a lake in Indiana when she started to feel intensely dehydrated, according to her brother, Devin Miller. At one point during the day, she started getting a bad headache, so she was drinking a lot of water. Miller said... Summers drank the equivalent of four 16-ounce bottles of water in 20 minutes and then later collapsed inside the garage of her home. She felt dizzy and had this headache. They got home. She walked across the garage to go into the house and she passed out in the garage. Miller Wood said that doctors told the family that Summers died of water intoxication, a rare but dangerous condition caused by drinking too much water too fast, which upsets the electrolyte balance in the body. Symptoms of overhydration may include altered mental status, disorientation,
confusion, nausea, and vomiting. If water intoxication is not detected early, it can lead to seizures or coma. So having said that, I want to first give my condolences to Ashley Summer's uh, family, her two daughters, her husband, her brother, all this. All this is bad. Having the feeling of being dehydrated and start glugging down liquids next to you that you can get to try to calm yourself down, that's a common thing that people like to do. People have done it. I have done it when I'm in the gym and I just uh, feel that I need to start drinking something. I have chugged a whole bottle of water. I have went to the drinking fountains and start just drinking, drinking until I just can't drink no more so I can just calm down my body. I mean, that is a common thing. People have done it a lot when they feel dehydrated to start chugging. And I think it needs to be announced more whenever you're in a hot area that you probably need to drink something, then stop, wait about a good five minutes or so, let that body take in what you just drunk, let your stomach take in what you just drunk. And if you still feel a little bit dehydrated some more, or you still feel like you need to drink some more, drink a little bit more and just try to work with whatever's in your system, because this is the kind of stuff that could happen. Especially now with it being hot and people just looking to drink because they, again, want to cool their body down. This happens. I think it happens more frequently than a lot of people give this uh, situation notice. I think people go through it a lot during the summers. I think people go through it a lot whenever they're training intensely inside of a gym or they're hiking up somewhere and they just feel thirsty I think this happens a lot, and for people not to pay no attention, it's normal. We don't pay stuff like that attention. We just think, okay, I'm going to try to drink as much as I can to calm my body down. We got to stop it. We got to quit. We got to try to work that balance of just drinking a little bit and stopping and then drink some more, all that type of stuff. So I want to use this story as a PSA to everyone, whether you're in the gym in a hot area, because there are certain places in America right now that are starting to become extremely hot. If you are around somewhere, please have your air conditioner on or be in a place with AC. Don't be in a place without AC. That's one. And two, if you feel dehydrated, start drinking only a good portion. Don't try to fill yourself up because... Your body will feel woozy. Your body will feel uh, nauseous. It has happened to me once or twice. And I just want people to uh, take this story as a cautionary tale. Because we all have felt that way in the summer. And I don't want people to die because of this or die like this. So, again, I want to wish uh, my condolences to Ashley Summer's family and, again, I don't want no one to uh, ever go through anything like this. Now, moving over to the next topic here. A 35-year-old former church youth leader charged with sexually assaulting children. Amanda Buchanan Justice of Kings Mountain was charged with sexually assaulting a child. Police said she turned herself into the Kings Mountain Police Department on Thursday. Officers said they received a report of sexual abuse on a minor on July 28th. The detective said they investigated the alleged victim as part of the investigation before Justice's arrest. Justice's husband told Channel 9's Erica Jackson that her wife told police about the alleged sex crimes last week. So Thursday's arrest was not a surprise. Channel 9 learned Justice was a youth leader at New Life Family Worship Center in Kings Mountain. The church said Justice stepped down from her role as youth leader days before the arrest. In a Facebook post, the church said Justice is no longer attending the church. There is an ongoing investigation headed by the police in regards to allegations of misconduct with a minor that did not occur on church grounds or any ministry activities. Justice's husband told Jackson he is still serving as a pastor. However, he stepped down from his role as a youth minister following the allegations involving his wife. 
Justice was charged with two counts of felony statutory sex offense with a child 15 or younger and is out of jail on a $20,000 bond. The investigations is still going. Now, before I give you my opinion on this, I want to read you another thing because these two kind of cross, well, kind of intersect with each other. A 74-year-old female teacher faces 600 years behind bars for sex assault on teen. A 74-year-old female former private school teacher in Monroe County, Wisconsin, has been convicted and faces hundreds of years in prison after being charged with sexually abusing a 14-year-old male student. Anne in Nelson Coach, 74, was convicted on 24, well, 25 counts, excuse me, Monday steaming from repeated sexual assaults on one of her 14-year-old male students, the Wisconsin State Journal reported. Anna, a teacher at a private school in Toma is said to have assaulted the teenage boy in the basement of the school several times during the 2016-2017 school year. She was 67 at the time and the boy was 14. The jury deliberated just five hours following a three-day trial to return with a guilty verdict. The victim of this crime is an incredibly brave young man, assistant DA said about the victim. He spoke the truth and the jury heard him loud and clear. We are so grateful to the jury for their dedication to finding the truth. Okay, cool. So now they're going to be sentencing her um, on October 27th, but she has been released with a GPS monitor, so more likely an ankle monitor. She'd be facing up to uh, 600 years, obviously, as it was read already in the title. Now, here's what I find real funny about this. Both of these stories have women going and doing something to uh, minors. Now, I remember growing up, it was always the dudes being slapped with touching someone, touching young girls or touching uh, someone young. I remember that. And it's still going on this day and age. However, it's never really been brought up like that about a female doing this to uh, teenage boys or just females touching boys in general. I mean, yeah, sure, it'll make headlines from here and there, but I don't really hear about, hey, yo, we got to watch these female teachers touching these boys out here. I don't hear that. Again, it probably could be because, well, the dynamic of an older woman touching a young boy and it's kind of, when you're in a boy's perspective, you're looking at it as a victory for you because you're sexually active at that moment and it's a female doing that to you instead of a man. I mean, again, we all know the tropes when I'm getting at here. While on the other end, if an adult male touch a female, everybody in society will start just lambasting in that older man because they'll start calling him a predator. They'll start calling him a rapist. Everything under the book. So that might be the reason why we have this situation going on. For me and my ideology, I think that it still should be flying both ways, especially with how society is viewed today. I mean, back in the day, I don't think people would have cared too much about it like that. But now with the way the world is, I think people need to start labeling some of these women as rapists, as predators, all this type of words that you give to the males out here. And I'm not excusing the males doing what they're doing because I think they're nasty individuals. However, we got to call a spade a spade when we're talking about the females doing it as well. I think females are doing it way more than the males, but it just be uh, quieter and is just not being as pronounced as it is when the males do it. Now, having said all of that, um, I still think that people that are touching uh, people that you're supposed to be looking after, as in you're a person of the church or you're a teacher, I think that you guys have a responsibility that you're supposed to be looking out for these uh, young, impressionable kids. You're supposed to be looking after them, not taking advantage of them in any way, sexually or any other type of way. You're not supposed to be taking advantage of them. But again, you're in a position of power and kids are able to succumb to uh, people that are above them in a power position. It's just the truth. Kids are not going to say much if they tell you not to say something. That's why you got to be hard pressed on your kid to be like, okay, yo, if something happened, you tell me. Don't worry about the repercussions. Don't worry about that person. 
I don't care. Say you're just you gotta sometimes fake them out. Say they're not gonna get in trouble. Just tell me what happened, or you just got to kind of lead your kid down the path for them to finally open up and say what really happened. All that type of jazz. Uh, but again, all of this is still nastiness. All of it. I don't like the idea of it. I don't like none of it. I don't like people taking advantage of uh, kids, teenagers. I just hate it. And this is nasty on both ends. Like, I don't understand it. You have a husband, a 35-year-old. You have a husband. Mess around with your husband. Do that with him. And especially, you guys are people in the church. Ugh. People in the church, please watch out who you leave your kids with. Same thing with uh, having teachers in the schoolhouse. Sometimes you got to pop in on your uh, kid at the school to make sure everything's okay. Just to uh, watch out and see who's supposed to be teaching your kid. Especially whenever they get older. When they start hitting that middle school area, hitting that high school area. Elementary, still keep your eye on them. But I think you're uh, able to be lenient on that way. But once the PR kids start getting into middle school and high school, you really got to start looking at them because that's whenever predators are really starting to look at your kid because your kid's starting to evolve and become uh, mature, be more mature than they are when they were in elementary school. You know what I mean? So again, please watch out for your kid. Please uh, do your due diligence with everybody that you leave your kids with. So that's just my cautionary thing right here. But both of these ladies are nasty and again, yeah. Not for me. Now, moving over into something that I talked about last week. I said a PSA about people using uh, the Ozampics and saying, yo, if you're not prescribed that, don't use it. Don't do none of that. Because people that were using Ozempics this past summer, they were using it to like help them lose weight and cut weight. So now we have a woman here suing the makers of Ozempic and Monjaro, alleging the companies have downplayed the severity of side effects caused by the medications, and asserting she was severely injured from taking them. The self-inflicted drugs are approved to treat type 2 diabetes, but many people use them off-label for weight loss, a famous side effect. Now, in the article, they would continue asking, is there a lawsuit over Ozempic side effects? And they will mention that this lawsuit was filed in August 2nd uh, in the Western District of Louisiana, and the first to allege the medications can cause uh, gastrointestinal injuries, so basically stomach injuries. Um, the woman accuses Ozempic and Monjaro of failing to warn or adequately warn of all the possible adverse side effects from using the medications involving the risk of paralyzed stomach. Now, the woman who is suing Ozempic and Monjaro she was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in 2017 and used Ozempic for more than one year, then stopped and switched to Monjuro in July 2023 with both drugs prescribed by her doctors to control her blood sugar, according to court papers. As a result, she suffered from severe uh, gastrointestinal events, including severe vomiting, throwing up food hours after eating, stomach pain, gastrointestinal burning, hospitalizations for stomach issues and teeth falling out because of excessive vomiting, the lawsuit states. Now, here's my thing. Um, They say that she stopped and switched to Monjaro in July 2023. She was diagnosed with diabetes, well, type 2 diabetes in 2017 and used Ozempic for more than one year. How long did she use Ozempics? Like, they say more than one year, but then when did she stop using it? When did she stop? Because usually it will say she used Ozempic from 2017 to 2023. That's when she switched over to uh, Monjaro. But they just say that she used it for more than one year. It could have just been, okay, she used it for two years. Okay, she used it for three years. When did she officially like stop using Ozempics? Because your body has to mess around and start readjusting itself after you stop taking something. Because if you're doing anything, whether you're doing uh, weight pills, your body got to readjust itself to taking the weight pills. And when you stop using them, your body got to go through the effects after you start using them. I mean, any and everything, when you start stopping and starting and starting and stopping, your body got to readjust to it. So I'm not certain if Ozempics and 
Monjaro did this to her like that. I mean, again, it could have in your body's readjusting, trying to get itself together. And now you might be vomiting it up and all these things are happening to you. I'm just trying to figure this out. Again, I'm away for more information to come out about this. But since Ozempic has been a topic of conversation for literally these past months, because now people are starting to feel the effects of using Ozempics when you don't have diabetes and they just want to use it as a cheat code to, to help them like drop weight. Now they're starting to feel the paralyzed stomach and starting to feel the pains of it. Again, I say you shouldn't be taking any type of medicine that is not prescribed to you. But for this woman, she was prescribed with Ozempics and she was prescribed with Monjuro. She might actually have a case for it, but it's all about how the lawyers are going to spin it and use it. Again, my idea, when did she stop using Ozempics and how long did she use Ozempics? That's just my deal. Again, this doesn't give you specifics. It just said that she used Ozempics for more than one year and then stopped and then switched to Monjaro in July 2023. So that's for the lawyers to figure out. But for everybody else that doesn't have di type 2 diabetes or any type of diabetes and you're using Ozempics or you're using any type of uh, medication that the side effects has that you might lose weight, please do not take it if it's not prescribed to you. Because there are some side effects that you're going to feel and you're going to be pissed off about whenever you start feeling those specific side effects. So again, another PSA, please don't do things that you're not supposed to do, please. Now move over to Hollywood news. First thing I want to talk about, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors was in court this Thursday and it looked like he was going to begin his criminal uh, trial, which... Stemmed from his uh, domestic dispute with his ex-girlfriend. However, the trial on his four charges of misdemeanor and assault and harassment will now start on September the 6th. Jonathan Major's attorney put the blame for the delay on the prosecution, saying it failed to turn over evidence in a timely manner. She received over a two terabyte hard drive of prosecution evidence on Wednesday, according to Insider. Prosecutors said in response that evidence is still being gathered in the case. Now, if convicted, Jonathan Majors could face up to a year in jail. And that was it. They said the case got pushed back. So we have to wait until September 6th for the actual case to begin. Um, Jonathan Majors' attorney would still call Jonathan Majors the real victim in this shameful ordeal as his life, career, and reputation have been torn apart in a statement to Yahoo. She also claimed that the ex-girlfriend, whom the defense maintained was the real aggressor, will be arrested when she returns to New York. And you might be questioning yourself, why is that going to be the case? Why is the ex-girlfriend going to be um, arrested? Well, John the Majors uh, camp, John the Majors filed a cross complaint accusing the ex-girlfriend of slapping and scratching him when she was drunk and hysterical. The NYPD found probable cause to arrest the ex-girlfriend. However, a police spokesperson told Yahoo at the time in June, the investigation is ongoing and there had been no arrest. So right now they're looking to have the ex-girlfriend be arrested when she comes back from wherever she's at but right now, that's just the thing. Right now, we have no idea where she's at. She hasn't been arrested. While on another hand, Jonathan Majors, he was arrested in March for this domestic dispute that happened between his ex-girlfriend and himself. But we'll have to wait and see as more time comes. PR firms have dropped. Well, PR, his PR firm did drop him. Uh, other like movie projects and sponsorships have dropped him in the wake of all this mishap. People are waiting for Marvel to drop them. And it seems Marvel's not going to drop them because they just dropped uh, the low-key trailer, I believe, last week or probably earlier this week, one or the two. And you still see Jonathan Major's uh, low-key uh, appearance in there. You still see him still portraying as Kang in the trailer. So it seems that they're sticking with Jonathan Major's. And again, I feel that that's the right move to make because... You don't know if he's innocent, guilty, whatever may have you, and people might be upset, but right now, you guys only can go by pure emotions. There's no evidence to support anything on any side right now. 
only people that know this are literally the attorneys, people out here in the real world. We know absolutely nothing. So we have to wait and see. Only thing I know is people just got to embrace Jonathan Majors as Kang. Only time Marvel will literally take him off being Kang is if he gets found guilty. But until then, we'll have to wait and see. Now, moving over into something that I found uh, a little preposterous. Cardi B. Cardi B has been uh, let go or better yet off the hook after a battery investigation over Cardi B throwing her microphone at a woman. Apparently, the microphone hit two people over, not this weekend, but last weekend, Cardi B. She was somewhere. It was hot. And what was not known at the time, what made headlines was a woman splashing Cardi B with some type of liquid, and Cardi B threw her microphone. Now, evidence and video will come out saying and showing Cardi B telling uh, the audience that it's hot up there and basically to throw water her way. And people will show still photo shots of someone throwing water towards her and Cardi B embracing it. Some people have videos of it. All this stuff happens. Now, what makes media coverage is Cardi B throwing a microphone and that the woman shouldn't be throwing liquid at Cardi B. That what makes media until the media picks up on, well, video of Cardi B saying, hey, yo, I'm hot, throw water at me. Now, the Las Vegas Police Department, they did drop the criminal battery investigation. Cardi B is off the hook. I will say this. If you are an artist right now and you're in the West Coast and you're outside performing in a sunny sun out there do not perform do not or if you are drown yourself with water before you go out there do not ask the audience members to throw any type of liquid throw any water at you because you are hot because what you could happen is someone might throw some liquid that's not water and you might think why would they want to do that some people just want their time in the light some people just want to be famed some people might want you to do something out of character a la Cardi B throwing her a microphone at someone and they can try to get paid from it. All this type of stuff, right? Um, If you are performing, you don't want to be hit with a lawsuit. You don't want to pay someone any type of money because you're out there, you're performing, you're doing all this type of stuff. You don't want that. So what I will say to you is do not, and I repeat, do not ask someone to throw any liquid towards your way because right now we have a situation where Audience members, and this has been going on for a couple months now, they'd be throwing cell phones up there. People have thrown whatever they can at performers to try to get notice. As I said, people have thrown cell phones uh, at a Drake concert. Women are now starting to throw bras up there. After one woman threw a bra, Drake smelled it. And now that woman is doing some stuff with Playboy. Um, Now women are just throwing bras up there. Listen. I understand you guys are happy. You guys are uh, grateful to be seeing your favorite artist or whatever may have you. Do not, and I repeat, do not throw nothing at them. Do not do none of that because you don't know what could happen. Again, some of y'all might just want your time in the sun. Great, but you got to take what comes with that if your object happens to hit them and do wrong. Now, bras, I don't think no artist is going to care about that. Cell phones, yeah, artists are going to care about that. Any hard, heavy objects, the artists are going to care. Any type of liquid materials, the artists are going to care. Do not throw anything at them of those situations. So, again, it sounds conflicting. I might be babbling, but I'll make it simple. Heavy objects, don't throw. Liquid, don't throw. Uh, Hats, do not throw at them. If you are a female, you want to throw a bra up there. I think dudes do not care. You can do that. I'm not certain if you're a man, if you want to throw something for a woman up there, what would they enjoy? I know money might be the deal. If you come in there with roses, I don't even know how you even get into a stadium or arena with roses. But if you do that and you throw it up there, I don't think women will have a problem with that. But other than those things, do not throw nothing at the artist and i'm surprised cardi b was able to get off the hook with that i'm going to be completely honest because i would have think this was a slam dunk situation you have a miscommunication situation gone wrong cardi says she was hot throw some water on me and just what happened this woman had to throw a liquid 
and now nobody can say it was water, not water, what may have you. So this could have turned the other way around, and Cardi could have been still been on the hook, and she could have been paying this woman some money. But it wasn't a woman that actually threw the liquid on her that's suing, or that was suing at the time. It was the other woman that was standing next to her that got hit with the microphone after it bounced off the woman that threw the water at Cardi. So again, make it simple. Don't throw nothing at the performers. And if you are a performer and it's hot out there, pour water on yourself before you get out there and explain it to the crowd. Ayo, dog, it's hot out here. You guys feel it. So I had to douse myself with water and I might be doing that in between sets. Don't mind that. Or B, do not take the gig if it's hot. And I know people might be saying that's kind of easier said than done. A dog is hot. You're not going to want to douse, douse yourself. If you got makeup. If you got nice clothing, you might not want to do that. I'm just throwing out some ideas for you to do something. So again, you got two options. Douse yourself with water or do not take the gig if it's hot. I say go with the first one. Douse yourself with water so you can get the money and be personable with your audience and tell them why you douse yourself with water. And I think your audience will be okay with that. So that's just my two cents on the situation. Now, before I get you guys out of here, I have to talk about Lizzo. Lizzo right now, she is being sued by three former dancers. In the 44-page suit, three dancers detailed allegations of assault, inappropriate sexual behavior, workplace misconduct, uh, disability discrimination, and religious harassment against Lizzo and her production company, Big Girl, uh, Big Touring, Inc., the three uh, people that are filing the suit are Ariana Davis, Noel Rodriguez, and Crystal Williams. In the suit, they are alleging that, well, they're accusing Lizzo of calling attention to Davis's weight gain and later berating her, then firing her on the spot after she recorded a meeting because of a health condition. When Rodriguez objected to Lizzo's treatment of Davis and resigned from the cast, Lizzo allegedly aggressively approached Rodriguez, who said she thought Lizzo would have hit her if one of the other dancers hadn't intervened. The accusers have testified to sexual, sexually charged and uncomfortable environment they were allegedly forced to endure while working with Lizzo and her dance captain and co-defendant uh, Quagley. It is claimed Lizzo began inviting uh, cast members to take turns touching the new performers, catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas, and eating bananas protruding from the performers' uh, vaginas during a visit to a strip club in Amsterdam. She allegedly pressured Davis to touch the breasts of one of the new dancers. Uh, she led a chant, and the chant became so much that she acquiesced and attempted to bring and into the chance the 44-page lawsuit would state, Lizzo allegedly badgered a member of her security team to get on stage where his pants were pulled down. Plaintiffs were aghast with how little regard Lizzo showed for the bodily <laughs> autonomy of her employees and those around her, especially in the presence of many people whom she employed. The lawsuit reads, It is alleged the dancers underwent a brutal re-audition after Lizzo became convinced the cast had been drinking before the shows, citing their poor performances. Davis claimed she soiled herself because she was fearful of taking a washroom break during the 12-hour rehearsals when she found an interval to change into clean clothes. The wardrobe department allegedly gave her a see-through garment. She was required to finish the rehearsal dancing in front of male crew members who were known to sexualize the dancers under less revealing scenarios while wearing completely transparent shorts and no undergarments, according to the lawsuit. Davis claims Lizzo and her choreographer made thinly veiled references to her weight gain, which the singer had allegedly previously called attention to after noticing it at the South by Southwest Music Festival. She says she felt she needed to explain her weight gain in order to keep her job and was hurt emotionally drained by being forced into disclosing she had been diagnosed with binge eating disorder. Lizzo is said to have offered her time off from rehearsals, but Davis declined because she didn't want to be seen as too sensitive to continue performing with the crew. Lizzo, she would put out a statement, and in the statement she says, these last few days have been gut-wrenching, 
leave difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually, I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. These sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. Now, all right, so she denies fat shaming any of her employees and she felt hurt by the claims against her while expressing her gratitude for the support she has received. I am hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who has reached out in support to lift me up during this difficult time. All right, so right now we're at the point of who do you believe? Do you believe the former employees or do you believe Lizzo? Here's my thing with this. Do I think that Lizzo probably body shamed some of her uh, workers? Yes, because you're in entertainment. You're in a live performance-based business. You're a performer. You have seen Lizzo's performances, whether they're on the Grammys or somewhere else. She has dancers in the back dancing, and they're bigger people. They're dancers because that fits Lizzo's whole personality. She's all about giving big people an opportunity that all these other people that are smaller are not giving bigger people. So that's her brand. That's her deal. Do I think that she probably fat shamed some of them? Yes. Because if you're not able to move and dance up there and you're already big, that's already kind of working against you right there because dancing and all that stuff requires cardio and requires breath control and all that type of stuff and if you are big you know how much more oxygen and much more energy it takes for you to move around unlike someone that is smaller so I can see Lizzo and probably the dance captain probably uh saying something about someone probably gaining weight I can see that that probably happened um, the stuff that happened in Amsterdam, I can see that happening too, because you're in Amsterdam, Lizzo's talked about it before on radio stations, there was a clip of it talking about how she wanted to go to Amsterdam and go to that, uh, club that has people basically eating bananas out of someone's vag, I mean, she's talked about that before, that clip popped up on social media as well, so do I believe that she probably had people, like, chanting and all this type of nonsense? Yes. It's it's believable. None of this stuff is not not believable to me. People just find it hard because it's Lizzo. No, Lizzo is still a real person at the end of the day. Let's not try to get it twisted. All these people that you see in entertainment, guess what? Before they were entertainment, they were regular smojo just like everybody else. Certain people just happened to be born with money. And that never made them normal. But Lizzo, from my understanding, she wasn't born with money. She came up. And that's how she did what she had to do. So Lizzo is a star because of what she has done of her own uh, talents, not because she was born with money or any of the things like that. So she's still a normal person at the end of the day who happens to just got rich and become successful. Now, one of the things that I do find troubling is that one of the uh, accusers alleges that the dance choreographer regularly preached at her about what she believed to be a shared Christian identity and it was claimed that she had often pushed her beliefs onto members of the dance group and made them feel uncomfortable. The lawsuit claims Davis's virginity became a topic of extreme importance to Quagley during the filming of Watch Out for the Big Girl. She allegedly broadcasted this uh, intensely personal detail about Davis to the world, including during interviews without her permission. And what was it? It was that Davis was a virgin. So we have that here, and I can see how people would have a problem with that because you tell somebody something in confidence just because you're having a conversation with them and then they just start blasting it out to the world and they start just getting at you because of their own Christian faith or just religious faith in general. Yeah, that could be a problem because that's overbearing and that's overstepping your uh, position. You're only there supposed to dance coach me to dance and all this type of stuff and now you're trying to preach to me your religion uh stuff on me that's not uh that's not how things are supposed to work so again things in this lawsuit is possible i'm not going to just throw it out and say oh no that's not true no that's a possibility and now people are starting to come out and actually tell their own 
Lizzo stories. And again, I just going to wait and see where this all lands. Do I think people are going to get money out of this and people are probably seeking money that are probably giving their stories now? Yes, I think certain people are looking to ride that gravy train because Lizzo is making money and uh, they want to get some money from her. I can see that. So a lot of things are possible here, but the big thing is, is do you believe Lizzo probably fat shamed some of her people? Yes. Do I think her dance uh, choreographer was pushing religion? I can see it. But we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Maybe they'll go to court. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just have a settlement pay these people off and tell them to shut up after it. We'll just have to wait and see, but don't ever put celebrities on a high pedestal. Don't do that because they're regular people. They will mess up and they have done some pretty disparaging things in their life, just like a lot of us. So again, don't put celebrities on high pedestals. That's the only thing I did take away from this and always and forever, please. And I really mean this. Please keep your personal life away from your business life. Don't tell everybody everything about your personal life because if you do, people will try to use that against you in some way, form, or fashion down the line later, or they'll try to push up on you with their own uh, beliefs. That's another thing I took from this. So, again, prayers up to the people that are uh, victims of this, and also prayers up to Lizzo too because Lizzo just getting slapped with all this, and I, I probably think she thought everything was okay. She probably did because it's the music business. A lot of foul stuff happened and people just take it as a uh, everyday occurrence. But no, certain things are foul and you're going to get called out for being foul. So I hope this is just a learning experience for everybody in the music business and in entertainment business and in business in general. So with saying that, it's time for me to get you guys out of here. I want to thank uh, the podcast sites, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbeam, uh, Audible, uh, Spotify, all the other podcast sites, you know where I'm at. I want to thank every single one of them because without them, I wouldn't be able to get these episodes out to you guys, the listeners. And I want to thank you guys, the listeners, the downloaders, because without you guys, I would just be a guy talking into a microphone, uh, into a void. So again, I'm glad this podcast is making it out to, uh, you, the listeners out there. Now, having said that, always remember, I love you, I love you. I do love you guys. This is not a gimmick. I truly do mean that. If you want to uh, conversate with me, my email is in the episode description. All or where you can find me at on social media is in the episode description as well. Just like it is in every episode description. Also, I want to let everyone know I do have a SummerSlam review that's up right now. Uh, SummerSlam was last night. So if you want to know what happened at that event, you can look and listen to that episode if you didn't listen to my midweek episode it is available right now and i will be coming out with another midweek episode wednesday and i still will be coming out with the usual saturday sunday episodes as well so with that being said have a great week please be kind to everyone don't be a dick please be generous and this has been my two cents podcast this isn't goodbye this is until you hear from the sweet sounding voice again presented by g2 he is i and i am him i love you all i thank you Hey Kanye, can you please take these people home? I'm tired, you tired, uh-huh. Jesus wept. Uh-huh.